in the year 2000X. Kevin Weir, podcast co-host, and Jeremy Verkley, cyber librarian, get together to discover the truth. Welcome to the third space, 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 space. That's mostly wrong. Jeremy, we hit critical mass. Yep. Yeah. There are four dogs in the house. Let's get this segment out of the way right away. Kevin, how them dogs? Well, there's more of them than there are usually. Well, usually I don't like talking about the dogs that much because <laughs> people can't see them. They nope. can't experience them. You can't experience them. But currently, dogs. there's one dog sitting up upon the armrest of a couch like a gargoyle. Like Goliath from Gargoyles, mm-hmm. specifically. Specifically Goliath. <laughs> and that's a tiny dog. Yeah. Uh, then the other dogs are sort of staring at me from the shadows. There's one underneath the table. The, and there's a poodle in a cage. <laughs> Oh, it's a border collie. Yeah, okay. Same, a, same thing. It's a dog. It's a border there, collie in a cage. There are so many dogs in this house, Kevin. I smelt dog behind a closed door when I was outside. Jeremy, there's so many dogs in this house. I smell dog in my dreams. Oh. It's, is that a good or bad dream? It's, it's, it's a bad dream, Jeremy. <laughs> you know, n- there is no escape. You know when people like describe dogs and they're like, oh, it's just a friendly dog. It's just a cute dog. No one's like, oh, yeah, that dog just smells great. No dogs smell great. No, whenever you're describing the smell of a dog it's and, and, and in a good way, it's usually because you're shocked. You're like, this dog doesn't smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? How did this? What? <laughs> I bet they must have had a bath in the last hour because if it's any longer than that. It's rolled in something dirty. Uh, <laughs> the big dog likes to roll in dead birds. And uh, that's that was How Them Dogs, Kevin. <laughs> Welcome to the third space, everybody. Uh, <laughs> not a dog-based podcast. Not a dog-based podcast. But if you really want us to do an episode about dogs, send us your dog requests. <laughs> uh, I believe we did do a Talking Animals episode that was mostly dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're funnier to give voices to. We yeah. did do a Talking Animals episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this episode is not a Talking Animals episode. No, it's not about Talking Animals. This is an episode with a topic we've been wrestling with for a while. Yeah, I think it's come up a few times. We just haven't figured out how exactly I think usually it. we came up with it and we were either just not wanting to talk about that specifically or just really excited about something else. Yeah, yeah. But we're, we're going to do it this time. This time, it's its time. Yes. it's Just uh, like your time in the new year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Three weeks. Yeah, not far. Yeah. Not far at all. Where it's, it's coming up like a freight train. Crunch time. <laughs> For the new year. All right. Got, got to get your stuff done before it's 2018. Got to get all that, all this stuff that's stressing you out, get it done before 2018 and you'll have a good start. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah. Just to add a little bit more stress to that pile. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't finish it, bad start to next year. <laughs> do it do it now it's gonna feel shitty for an entire year how's that for stress management uh <laughs> wait i assume you're adding on to my stress but i also like the idea of just shouting out management at people yeah no i like it too that's why i did it can i get a uh a combo number one and combo number two and a uh, extra coke uh, wh- thank you management what would you uh would you like fries with that or 
We can't give you management. Management. <laughs> Do you want management? Because I guess I could get get my I guess manager. Get the manager. No, no, it's a thing That's the kids cool. are doing these days. I'm hip. Management. <laughs> hey, I'm pooping here. You think we? So funny. You think uh, we have enough of a of any sort of like draw on human society that we could start a trend like just shouting management at people? I mean, we've tried to start several, including the <laughs> I'm pooping here. I know you. <laughs> but. but but that was that, that was that was ill uh, <laughs> ill advised. That was ill advised. <laughs> this management thing isn't any better, Captain. Uh, I think it's a little bit cooler. I think here, if you meet one of us in real life, yeah, and you shout management or "Hey, I'm pooping here," <laughs> Kevin and I are obligated to give you a hug. <laughs> now, if you are actually pooping here, then we're not going to give we're you not going to give you a hug. No, but if it's for the joke. Only with yeah. no physical attachment to it. If you're someone who I walked into a bathroom and your response just happened to be, "Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm pooping here," I'm not gonna hug. I'm not gonna hug you. Not gonna hug. However, however, if I, am in, if I am in a mall and you follow me into a public bathroom and you go into the stall beside me and you scream, "Hey, I'm pooping here," you will hear me giggle and laugh like a little schoolgirl for probably an hour. If you stalk me into the bathroom and then do a bit <laughs> and then do a bit, I'll appreciate it. Um, we should all explain what this topic is. Yeah, we we probably should. We alluded to it. Yeah. Um. So, Kevin, today is a, is a topic. That uh, you have brought up. Yes. Uh, and that topic is uh, the people of infomercials. Yeah. We are going to have to create a world of infomercials, of where the infomercial, like, all those people who are so bad at literally everything. I they saw, can't use a knife to chop vegetables. I saw one where, some, where a guy, like had, like, had a tray full of, like, you know, popcorn and pop yeah. and other pop-type things. Yeah. And then he was, like, sat, he was standing in front of a chair, and he was about to sit down. All of a sudden, he just seized up and, like, <laughs> fell in the chair. I mean, there's also, of course, the classic Snuggie one where someone is like, I want to hold this blank, this book, but a blanket is in my way. Yes, that one. Where uh, people, people can't understand the concept of uh, cloth's malleability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we're kind of at opposite ends of this. Your goal is to make a world that functions. Then why is your goal to stand in opposition? No, no. I'm not saying – I'm not – my goal is not to stand in opposition of you, Kevin. I just – I look at these people, Kevin. I look at these people and they can't put on pants. <laughs> Kevin, okay, well, Kevin I look at these people and they look at stairs as if it is a death trap. Well, I – I, I just – I don't think these people survive, Kevin. Well, I wonder, Jeremy – yeah. Here's, here's what I wonder. I wonder if there's a trigger for this. So you think we're fine? I think until something is invented that will make something easier. Like as soon as there's an easier way of doing things. So as soon as someone invents the wheel, you can. It's so hard to to walk. It's so hard to walk. So hard to walk. As soon so as, unless you have the thing that makes it easy, it's impossible. Yeah, but someone has to invent the thing to make it easy because that's the idea. Is that like. Up until someone, why would anyone invent anything, <laughs> Jeremy? Up until someone invented that hose that retracts on his own, you had no problem like spooling up a hose. I still don't have a problem spooling up a hose, Kevin. But someone invented it, and now all of a sudden, this is too hard. I can't do this. Ah, now I'm hanging myself. <laughs> it's a dark infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> but a, you, a pen flew through the air. Okay, somehow so I wrote a note. We're, basically, what we're, you're saying is that we're not doing infomercial people. We're doing a world where as soon as something is invented to make something easier, 
yeah. it becomes impossible to do it without that thing. <laughs> well, we can do both to an extent. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll do the first one for you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone dies. Well, I mean, the interesting thing about a world. Everyone dies and I don't know. Ape, apes or chimpanzees. Monkeys or chimps are in a battle against each other to be the dominant species. Well, in a world like that where you become – where you are just that incompetent. Yeah. Always the idea of the infomercials is that you're that incompetent but there is something that can help you. So it's the idea that if people are like that, people are actually, you know – just randomly seizing up or yeah. unable to open it up cupboards or yeah. stack things. <laughs> this cupboard! <laughs> well, the most common I always see is where... By, they, by like, the way, like, does the everybody want to know a fun, fun game for when you're, like, it's late night and you're watching infomercials? Okay. A fun, fun game is to mute it and then give an internal monologue to every single person doing something in it. The problem is the most the monologue I, I would give would be, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's because you're not being extra creative, Kevin. <laughs> You'd be like, I can't believe that person hypermagnetized these cupboards. <laughs> oh, so you want very eloquent like, yeah. Yeah. Like, thoughts. Like, I want to I make up a story for these horrible it, people. It is, it is more fun if you imagine that what these, these are not just infomercials. They're stories about someone who's being punked in a very specific way. Yeah, like, instead of not being able to sit down properly... Someone has, like, equipped an electroshock collar around his balls. <laughs> and he did not realize. He did not realize that. <laughs> he was stuck in a and night and just clipped it. They are in the closet laughing. How many times do you honestly look at your balls for an electroshock collar? Look at me when they're I right mean, now. I mean, I've never looked at my balls specifically for an electroshock <laughs> collar. Exactly. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Generally, I only look at them when I'm cleaning them. <laughs> Clean your balls, Kevin. <laughs> Why attracted it in me? You're the only one here. Fair enough. I can't. Well, I could tell the dogs to clean their balls, but they already do that. Yeah, there's one thing I know about these dogs is they clean their balls. Yeah. Well, I mean the ones who have balls. Yeah. yeah. Which aren't many. Yeah. yeah. High high ratio of female dogs here. Oh man, yep. we've missed an opportunity, Kevin. What? We could have said, "What's up, bitches." <laughs> That's true. That, that that is how I enter most rooms. <laughs> There really should be dogs in there, though. Yeah. Uh, it's nice, actually, that you're always in a room by the time I get here, because I don't have to live with that. <laughs> no, you just have to live with, with the horrible awkwardness after as everyone shouts at me. Yeah. Why is everyone so mad at Kevin? Oh, I know why. Uh, I know why. <laughs> I know why. Yeah. That's why in an audio format, we can edit that out. <laughs> it's true. Every single, yeah. every single podcast begins with me shouting that into the microphone. <laughs> Because I just enter the room. We'll do a super down. cut in 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. The amount there would be. <laughs> there would be so many. I mean, it's only like five seconds you got to cut from, I don't know, <laughs> I guess 500 episodes. Yeah, but, but it would be so long <laughs> and it would just be bitches over and over. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Join us 10 years from now. <laughs> When that exists, when we we when we finish the punchline for this bit, <laughs> it's the ten year joke. Ten years joke. And there'll be a documentary about it. Yeah, on Funny or Die, by, I guess by Vice. Oh, by Vice. Oh, by Vice. All right. Yeah, it'll be a real one then. Okay, so in this world, I think I think it has to be the once something is invented to make something easier, it's impossible to do that thing. Yeah. So, I think in this world. 
basically technology is even more important. Oh, absolutely. It's the base of how you can get things yeah, done. That, that tribe that invented the wheel. Yeah. Like all other all the other tribes died out because when they ever tried moving, they just like fell over. Yeah. And, until that tribe's like, but you can buy the wheel. <laughs> For no, but three no, easy payments not, of not, $29.99. It's not a global community, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no one has invented the television yet. But when they do invent the television, stage plays suck. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess television, I would say, is an easier way of a stage play. You don't have to go see it. Mm, I think it's a different experience. Okay, so it doesn't I think get... it's enough of a different experience. So it's not that every technology makes something else worse. No. It just... It makes that specific thing impossible. Right. Well, yes. It's so, like impossible. with with the wheel, you could still stand up and sit down and like cook and and like I you, you know it'd be impossible anything with like s- like sleds. Yeah, sleds would be impossible unless you're going over snow. Yes, because sleds are better at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you but all of a sudden like a sled which might have like slid on the ground be a little bit of bumpy yeah. now will crumble at your touch. It won't well it won't crumble at your touch. What it'll do is you'll get in it and you'll move and it'll just fall over on its side. <laughs> there must be a better way. It'll be like that scene in Casino Royale where the Audi flips over like 20 times. <laughs> so do you think what happened there is he was driving and as he turned someone auto, auto like Automatically just invented a better Audi. Yeah. And he just went... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, Audi! That scene's insane. Yeah. I think about it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, did you know that scene set a world record? <laughs> for, the, um, for the amount of flips for the dumbest reason? Yeah. No, the amount of flips a car has ever done. <laughs> the amount of horizontal rollovers yeah. a car has ever done. Look, he was going... And you know, do you know how they did it? <laughs> they exploded. They blew... No. What? It's freaking insane how they did it, Kevin. Um, <laughs> they The way they did it is they put up a, a hydraulic... Oh right! Of they like, it. and and it was like ten thousand pounds. <laughs> just launched. This. Yeah, and it's like the size of a person's head that just came out the bottom of the car. <laughs> but why? Because they're like, this will be a good way to make the car flip. What I want to know is who's the stuntman who agreed to that? I, it had to have been a an. Do you think it was automated? No, it wasn't. There was a stuntman in there. Jeez. Oh, yeah, he deserved to get paid more. That. But why? Why do that? Why was it like, all right, so he's driving. He's driving real fast. Because it's hard to flip the cars now because they designed them specifically not to do that. So why do they – So, but then the question is why? Why? They could have just had him like skid and even flip once maybe. It would have been fine. Or hit a tree. Yeah. That would have been like – and, and you've been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's or what happens. Or they could have did the old thing where somebody th- shoots a rocket launcher and it goes under the car. And for some reason it doesn't blow up the car. It just propels the car. <laughs> there's that one as well. Yeah, there's there's the James Bond where he's on his roof and a rocket comes at him and then he, he presses the ejector seat. Yeah, and the badge he launches out and the car flips back on its wheels. Yeah, James Bond is cool. <laughs> James Bond dumb. is dumb too. Yeah, yeah, it's cool and dumb. There's a <laughs> and sexist. The, uh, yeah, uh, the <laughs> you know what you know what? Very, very, Sorry, so I you, can't. You, you go first. Okay, you know what baffles me about like James Bond? Yeah. There's there was like that 25 or 50 years of James Bond or something, right? Mm-hmm. And they did the documentary on it and they were 
basically interviewing all the Bond girls. And every single Bond girl was like, she's such a strong female character for her time. And I was like, no. <laughs> Stop ignoring that it's sexist. Not even for their time. Yeah, not even for their time. Honestly, I, th- I think the fact you that... You played a character called Pussy Galore. The fact that they... Which... which I'm like, which when I heard that, I'm like, there's no way that's like that's a parody of it. It's a real thing in a real real... James Bond movie. I I think what makes it a lot worse is how much there's um like the the idea is like, oh no, but like they're really you know yeah strong female characters. No, No, they're not. Most of their role is to get fucked and die. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) like you, they're there as a set piece, which. Has unfortunately been a part of cinema for decades. I have, I have, I have no problem with um, uh, the one-off sex like character if they are the one-off sex character. Yeah, but don't try and make them. Don't be like, but they're also important to the plot. It's like, nah, some. You know what? And also, Here, here's the thing. Here's the, the th- other way around let's, as well. Let's go and use a comparable. Okay. Okay. In the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. Right? Gamora gets with Star-Lord. Yeah. Gamora, mm-hmm. uh, it's implied. All right. You never have, like, a sex scene, but it's implied. Right? right? They're, they kiss. They have a moment. Do they kiss in the first yeah, they have, Yeah, in space. They kiss know, in space. That's how they, say, that's how they don't die. Oh, right, yeah. Right? They got to kiss in space. Right, yeah. Kissing in space, Kevin. <laughs> uh, right? Like, Gamora has an arc. Yeah. And, and they're also not together in the second mm-hmm. one. No, well, they, it's, it's an unspoken they, thing. Yes, they still have their unspoken thing. It's that unspoken yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> God, that movie makes me cry. Yeah, like a lot. I, I was talking to so, someone, and they're, and they're like, eh, the ending. They're like, eh. I'm like, you're dead inside. Get, yeah, well, I saw your tweet. He didn't push them away, Jeremy. He didn't. He didn't and push I, them away. You cried like a real man, Kevin. I cried like a real man cries, yeah. which is <laughs> blubbering and gross. Yes. Exactly like a man would do it. Yeah. <laughs> And Rocket didn't push his friends away either. He didn't, even though he was an asshole. But pro- probably work on that Rocket. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, still work on it, but yeah. you still have friends. The the uh, the chaser scene in the credits with Teenage Groot was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Sorry, we should get back to the topic, but I do want to say <laughs> one quick thing about Casino Royale. Yeah. The best part of that entire movie, other than the car flipping... That's Casino Royale. Yeah, that's yeah. Casino Royale. Uh, but, oh, those movies just blend together way too much. It's because um, they're all the same movie, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best one in Casino Royale is at the beginning when you have uh, James Bond chasing Parkour Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a moment where Parkour Man does a cool flip like through a tiny space. Yeah. And, and James Bond just runs, runs through, through the, the wall. Yeah, runs through the drywall. Brawl! <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, so that's what we're doing then. <laughs> I s- I see what this movie's going to be like. Which means I wanted so much more of that. I just wanted James You want Bond. that to be his go-to move? It's to be like, well, better go through the wall. You, <laughs> you want him to just be the Kool-Aid man of secret agents? <laughs> They're one of um, um, uh, Paul Walker's last films is Brick Mansions, a um, remake of District 13, uh, a movie that's about parkour in France. And they turned it into a movie about parkour and driving in america because paul walker definitely well, he only does driving he though. cannot do parkour so yeah. every time there's a parkour scene instead he finds a car somewhere yeah. and starts driving yeah there's a moment where the character from the other movie yeah um who apparently has such a friend had such a solid french accent they had to dub him over with someone else <laughs> yeah um uh... so he uh <laughs> 
Uh, he's like running, and then he's. Oh, you're thinking District cool... 13, not District 9. District Dis- 9. No, District Dis- 13. Yeah, you said District 9 first, though. I just said District 13. Okay. Yes, I did. Uh, I guess you'll find out when you're editing this. Yes, I will. If we're, who's right? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker's last films was Brick Mansions, a um, remake of District 13. District 13. District 13. District 13. <laughs> I think you thought I said District 9. I said Maybe. District 13. Um, <laughs> so he does this cool parkour, parkour stuff through a tiny slot on the wall. Mm. And this is like a scene... They did so much of Brick Magic that's just a scene from the first movie because every time his dad put cars in it. Yeah. So there's a moment where he jumps up and he goes through a tiny slot in the ceiling. Yeah. Because, you know, he's going to do that. And in the movie, that happens and the other guy follows him through. In this one, Paul Walker can't do that. So he like, runs forward and then, like, he sees him go through the song and goes, what, 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 what? And then we see from the, the other guy's perspective as he looks around and all of a sudden Paul Walker falls through the ceiling. And he's like, there's always a better way. I'm like, how is that better? than what? He, how did you get into the ceiling? How does that make more sense than what he just did? We saw the actions he did. You ascended to the heavens and dropped down. No. It's like, just like real Paul Walker did. Yeah. Uh, sad. Sad. Um, <laughs> okay, so what's the... I like. I think... What happens is, <laughs> in this world, is you invent a technology. Yeah. Right? And everyone else has to specialize out of doing that until they have that technology. Yeah. Right? It's the only way to survive. When somebody's like, wait a minute, I can plant seeds and I don't have to wander the countryside gathering up food. Yeah. Everyone else who's trying to wander the countryside gathering up food, it becomes... So hard. Yeah, it has to, Well, here's the thing, though. You, and like, it, reach out for a berry and you just smush it in your hand. <laughs> well, You're digging for a tuber? The, you're digging for a tuber and you just dig through the tuber by accident. A what? A tuber. A tuber? It's a root vegetable, Kevin. <laughs> All right. It's not a tumor. It's a tuber. No, but here's the thing, Jeremy. All of these... You have to think about, like, infomercial things about it. They're very, very focused. So the yeah. idea would be it's not that, like, planting seeds would offset harvesting or going out and finding stuff. What, what it would be is that once you start creating machines that plant seeds, you all of a sudden will not be, like, you'll be so bad at planting seeds. Yeah. And you just, like, won't grow. And it's things like that. It's not, it's not so like, you're saying once a plow was invented. Yeah, all of a sudden using a hoe becomes impossible. If you're using it in like they're, they're so focused Jeremy they're yeah, so yeah focused if you're out. using it in its a intended field. purpose yeah so if you're but if you're using a hoe in like a corner for some reason it's fine like yeah. a, if it's a place if you're using a hoe to attack somebody it's fine it's impossible because a sword is better oh that's right I can imagine that infomercial right yeah. now <laughs> hitting someone with a hoe there must be a better way <laughs> yeah well try a sword or something else <laughs> why don't you try a gun yeah <laughs> It, oh my, it, okay, it, when it, guns are invented, everyone just can't wield weapons anymore. <laughs> it just kills people. Yeah. Uh, it has one purpose, one killing purpose, people. Killing people. Which, I mean, to be fair, what that means is that if, if one person creates a gun and never sells it to anyone, all of a sudden, no one can kill anybody with weapons. Nope. You can do with your bare hand. Oh, man. But, it's, but there's you a better way. That's the rule, Jeremy. Whenever there's a better way. <laughs> yeah, whenever there's a better way. You become incompetent uh-uh, in the other you way. You can't do it. No, you could still kill them. It'll just be messy and brutal. You'll probably die, too. <laughs> it's an infomercial. You're just covered head to toe in blood. <laughs> oh, no. There must be a better way. 
Oh, so I bad. punched him and he popped like a zit. No. It's like, I punched him and my knuckles exploded in his face. Now I don't have a hand and there's shrapnel everywhere. <laughs> oh, now I have tinnitus. I mean, I think this is a world that companies love because they just make slight improvements to things. And all of a sudden everyone has to go out and buy a new product. Um, Yes. Yes. Hey, I don't know. Do you think somebody's like, okay, I'm going to give you the most mundane example that I can. Okay. Hit me with it. Somebody is raking their lawn. Yeah. Because of the autumn leaves that have fallen on it. Yeah. Right. And they're using one of those old, like super heavy steel ones. Yeah. Right. And then someone's like, wait a minute. I can use sheet metal to make a thinner one that's lighter and have a hollow pole instead of a solid one. So. All of a sudden, the other All one, of a sudden, the is, other one so is so hard, heavy. right? Yeah. And another person's like, oh, but these wires bend too much, so I'm going to reinforce them with a brace. Everyone who bought one of those wired ones can't use it anymore. All of a, well, no, here's the thing, Jerry. And then the other person's like, oh, but once you get it into a pile, it's hard to get into the bag. So then someone invents one of those ones that separates so you can use them as claws to put it in the bag easier. <laughs> now, to be fair, that only makes it hard to get in the bag. Yes. Not the actual raking part. I mean, the plastic is probably better than the wires, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yes, it has to be actually better. Yeah. So you can't, you can't have those fake infomercials like, this is so much easier than you get it. And you're no. like, this is, this is poo. A Snuggie doesn't work. <laughs> Snuggie doesn't work. I think a Snuggie does work, though. Okay, but it only works when you're trying to hold something while keep a blanket on your whole body. It's, it's true. Like, in this world, when the Snuggie's invented, you no longer can hold things while you're in your blanket. Yeah, yeah. And the waterbed is never a thing, because it's not a better bed. <laughs> it's not better for sleeping. It's not better for fucking, as you, you would like to say. Uh, <laughs> it's not better for your back. It's not cooler. Oh, man. So, that, that, that means... Oh, man. Sleep technology would be the worst because when someone invents a better bed, yeah, you can't sleep unless you, you got all that of a sudden bed. you're tossing and like no, you, you, know. you it's so hard to sleep. Yeah, because you know why you're so uncomfortable. It's so like you're sleeping on a bed of nails. This bed was doing fine. Ah, uh, there damn. must be a better way. Damn you, Serta. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I, whatever, I think anything... in this in this world, if you get to the modern world, yeah. Like, innovation has to be regulated. Oh, 100. Yeah, it's the only way for anything to, like... Function. Yeah, is for when... It has to be, like, solid Okay, you guys, I haven't, I haven't built it yet. I haven't built it yet. But I think I know of a better way. A more efficient jet engine. I think I've invented it. I haven't built it yet, so it doesn't count yet. But I want to build a prototype. So can we just shut down all the planes? Do you... Do you think it'll work with that as well? Because it's people, really. It, it, yeah, this is the thing. It's not the technology. No, it's how people interact with the technology. Exactly. So you use that jet engine to fly. So that means a person flying in a plane that did not have that jet engine that makes it easier or faster to fly well, would crash, Kevin. Well, no, but here's the thing. If what the jet engine does makes it more efficient, then it wouldn't affect that person. Because the person does not control the efficiency of the flight. 
Like they can do things that will help with the efficiency. Yeah, of the I guess fight. that's true. But it but it would be more like if so they, it's only direct interaction things. Yeah, I mean that's why like if you create a better um, rake, yeah, that does affect you because you have to imagine how someone in the infomercial would, would react because there's like a that. skill involved with yeah. using a rake, all, and all of a sudden that first rake would be um, like it would be super heavy. And it would be... It wouldn't gather up the leaves well. No, it wouldn't do, like... It would get stuck in the dirt. Yeah, it would do... It would... It would all, all these things that weren't a problem before... It would maybe, shock you with the static electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it could do that, yes. Because why not? It would make you sterile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! There must be a better way! <laughs> now my penis Wait. doesn't work. Oh, my... Oh my god, Kevin. Does that mean when somebody invents something to help with fertility, if you don't do that, you can't reproduce? <sighs> Does that mean when somebody is like, oh, I invented a vibrating butt plug that helps stimulate you during sex, does that mean you can't have good sex unless you adopt that butt plug? Only if it actually works. Right, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is this is a world that forces people into kink. Why don't we go to commercial and we'll talk about this after. Okay. All right. Let's go to a commercial in our infomercial. Uh, in our infomercial episode. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by putting Christmas presents in bags instead of wrapping them. You ever feel lazy? You ever just not want to go out and buy another roll of wrapping paper? Or maybe you gotta give this person a present in like ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, like you you put it off. Yeah, you were you were playing League of Legends. Yeah, you were you were just like mid laning all night. You were you're gonna switch to Overwatch. And then you did that and then you just, you you essentially just went through a whole bunch of it like was 4 a.m and you just didn't have time yeah you played mobas and mmos and rpgs and yeah you yeah. just played a lot of acronyms you played a lot of acronyms well don't worry because here's a bag and some tissue paper yeah yeah you weird gamer guy yeah you just put it in there and yeah some people will be like oh that's a nice bag yeah then you keep training for uh, League of Legends. You're gonna reach that diamond rank. You're gonna be you're gonna be an esports hero. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was this commercial about? Uh, Christmas bags. Oh right. Yeah, Christmas bags. <laughs> All right, Kevin. You can no longer avoid it. It's come up. Does this world force people into kink? Uh, there must be a better way. I think. Like, will this help you reach orgasm faster? Probably. I mean, it definitely it definitely forces you into getting like the weirdest kinds of like lubes and like condoms that have like French ticklers on the condom just yeah. spinning around. Yeah, everything is a is an as a nipple tazzler or something. <laughs> Everybody's walking around like Janet Jackson at that Super Bowl. Yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> once, man, my references are. Effing you yeah, up today. What is, what is with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, once someone. 
I think of it all always with the image of someone being of a commercial where you have like two people just like fooling around in bed, and one of them's like, "Ugh, this there, isn't working. There must be a, a better, better way. way." And then a man comes in and he's like, "There is. Here's fifty <laughs> dildos. <laughs> there is. Have you considered all the orifices?" <laughs> This is a suit you can wear. <laughs> this is the orifice master. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man, I haven't made you almost throw up in a long time. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> the orifice master sounds like the worst He-Man villain. <laughs> I am the orifice master. You can leave. You can. <laughs> I didn't hire you. Why are you here? Skeletor, I'm your brother. Why are you ignoring me like this? <laughs> Listen, Orifice Master, go back to your kinky hole. <laughs> no, I don't mean like sex orifice. It's a thing I have. It's or like aura. Aura. Get it? It's magic stuff. I'm an orificer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an orificer. <laughs> no, it's not a sex thing. Stop thinking it's a sex thing. Just get out of here. He-Man's going to arrive soon. I have to crush him. <laughs> I can help you crush him. Crush all his orifices. No, you're just going to kiss him. It's going to get weird. I, I am going to kiss him. <laughs> Unrelated to my powers. <laughs> I just am. Just get out of here. <laughs> Go talk to mom about your weird stuff. <laughs> you know she doesn't want to listen to me. Neither do I. <laughs> <coughs> but in this world, you can buy the Orifice Master because... But it, once again, I think it has to work. Yeah. I know in, I know in infomercials, not always does. But I think in the real world, there has to be a sense of quality. Because if it doesn't actually make your life easier... Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing is also is that... Think about it. it actually prevents some things from really catching on because hand-drawn animation is beautiful. Yeah. And computer animation has cert- certainly gotten to a point yeah. that it can compete on the level of quality. Yeah. But when it first came out, all the computer-generated stuff was a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, when you got, like, the weird death mask faces. Yeah. Of just, like, they're so clean. Yeah. Like, that is objectively worse. Yeah. So... It would be impossible to use it. Yeah, because I don't. Because I, I don't think you would be able to go. There must be a better way, and no. then see that and be like, "That's not a better it's way. It's not a better way. It's not a better way. It's it's worse. You're creating a worse thing." But you can work through it, though. You can still have the CG because you because <laughs> yeah. you can be like because the rule well, is you up. you can develop it further. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like that, using it for a movie would be yeah. super hard. Yeah. I well, I mean, but that's not it. You're not inept with that though, just because. Hand drawn is hmm, that's a question though. It's new. Is is chronology important thing in this? Yeah, absolutely. So if if hand drawn exists, yes, and you invent the computer generated graphics, yes. When you do that, does that mean that you're not incompetent at computer generated graphics? It's also a new thing. It's a different skill set. It, oh. It's a different skill set, but the, the end product is the same. Sorry, I, I, I think I just talked myself out of this. Because once again, we have to think of that, that so much of this is about generalities. Yeah. Or not generalities, uh, specificity. Yeah, specifics. Yeah, specifics. So would you – and because – Here's, here's oh, the thing. Because here's the thing, drawn, Kevin. Yep. Like creating 
a computer generated graphic yeah is not the same thing as creating an animated movie yeah right so you could make the graphics but if yeah. you were using them to make an animated movie it would be impossible well well it the, just wouldn't come together but the question would be that you get a different outcome though like computer generated graphics even now when we're using them to in like conjunction with let's say animation yeah. they look different they have different like they, they they are different type of things which might mean that there's actually not an overlap there it might mean that if you're like doing hand drawn well i think it depends if you're looking at the result or you're looking at the skill required because I if it's, it's if, if you're, skills, if you're looking at the result yeah right like usually if we're going back to the rake example yeah. oh there must be a better way the yeah. result is you finish raking faster yeah right the result so, or the result is you get the leaves into a bag yeah right so if you're looking at the result and it's about animating a story yeah then the the 3D generated computer graphics yeah. wouldn't work so it it would entirely until de- you got to a point where yeah. you could develop them better it would entirely depend on how <laughs> how much minutia the god of this world cares about yeah so, well it it depends on whether it's a skill thing yeah. Or it's a results thing. Because it is a different skill. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, being a, th- a 3D artist, being a 2D artist are completely different Oh, like, they're absolutely different. Like, with, with you know, having to Being do- a cartoonist and being an animator are now very different. Yeah. But, I mean, even, even animating 2D and animating 3D, mm-hmm. like, the difference between, like, doing hand-drawn animations and rigging yeah. are, like, so far apart that I don't think you can look at one and be like, there must be a better way. No, I mean, they are different skills now. Yeah. But when it started, was it like that? I don't know. And if, and if, if the starting block I, is so much more difficult to deal with, does it get developed? I wonder if it also depends on the mindset of the person who's doing it. Because if their mindset is, I want to create an animated story, then... Yeah, I guess the goal, the goal would matter. Yeah, because if someone's just like, oh, I want to hand... Like, if someone's making Cuphead... Yeah, like Cuphead is is hand drawn like yeah. frames. Yeah, and well, they could have done it with something else. The fact that they went in and were like, oh, we want to do hand drawn frames. Yeah, means there's not a better way because they want it that way. Yeah, so maybe there's a certain amount of like the mental like, gymnastics to get around it. Yeah, if if you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't want to walk to the next town. <laughs> I don't know what I can. do. I don't know what the other. I don't know what, what the other option what you, is. But scooter. I was, <laughs> no, I mean like I'm thinking with the with the wheel example, right? Well, we already described what the wheel would not do. What the wheel does not affect walking; it affects sleds. That's except true. for if you're on snow, yeah, because sleds are better on. Well, snow. Well, I think it affects walking if you're trying to travel a long distance. Um, yes, I guess it would. Yeah. Because you, because you would be like the guy when we looked at well, we, we, the, the guy, the guy, marathon guy. Yeah, marathon guy. Yeah, that crazy story. We yeah, we, we looked that up on this, right? Yep. Yeah, that was this. Yeah, that was when we were pitching the sports game. Right. Yeah, the marathon guy who ran far and then died. Yep. To tell everyone they won. We won. <laughs> you yeah. lost. There must be uh, a better way. <laughs> yeah. He's got himself a sweet horse. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if do animals count as technology? Does animal husbandry have the same thing? Um, Does that count? If you put a cart on it. If you put a cart on it, then absolutely. But just the horse? I think Without a saddle? (laughs) I mean, 
Oh, that's see, that's rough because I can imagine. Well, it, I know your balls are gonna be like messed <laughs> well, that's up. Well, exactly what I mean. Like if you're riding a horse <laughs> on the saddle, I can imagine be like, there must be a better <laughs> way. What's <laughs> ah. <was> a saddle? <laughs> Which means at that point, whenever you ride a horse without a saddle, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. You, if you're a man, your balls hurt so much. If you're a woman, your balls hurt so much. You don't even know why. <laughs> I mean, if you're a woman, you start bleeding because yeah. your hymen's all torn up to shit, I guess. <laughs> if you're a woman, you're no longer a virgin. Yeah. I mean, that happened. Y- yes. It's yes. just more common in this world. Yes, yes. Ju- if, if, if we judge virginity based on the intactness of a hymen. Yeah. If, if you base virginity based on not, ha- not the actual act of having sex. <laughs> but but on, a, on a biological thing. Yeah. Then yes. Yeah. That horse just took your virginity. <laughs> what? I, I'm sorry. I like We were talking about this, and then I realized that I think this world is just more accepting of change. It has to be, yeah. yeah it has to be more accepting of change. Whenever there's a better way, it's the only way. Yeah. But And once again, it has to be a better way. Yeah. You can't scam people. No, you can't. Because they'll know yeah. that their old way still works. Unless huh? you're specifically trying to scam. Is it, mm-hmm. is it a better way to scam, Kevin? I mean, yes. You could scam someone for scams. Yeah. Is it a better way to scam? Is it a better way you to scam people? You can still get a pyramid scheme in, scheme in this world. Because it's a better way to scam people. And, and usually pyramid schemes are not scams on the customer. They're scams on the workers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still work on them. Yeah. I mean, it can be a scam on the investor, too. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, the investor would probably be like, I want to invest this money. Yeah. And it's not the best way to invest. But this, so they would have trouble investing, but the scammer would be fine. I think there's also a limit to like what it is, like because they're usually all physical skills, things like this. So yeah. if the idea is investing, and there's a better way to invest, the problem is the old way to invest. You're still just giving money to someone. Like yeah. you can't really f that up unless if you're like dropping the money all over the place. But, but that's not really the point. The point yeah. is not. Yeah, you don't need a you don't need a money handing all over machine. I mean, really, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Yeah. So, <laughs> investing in anything else is not a great investment. <laughs> I think there's people who disagree with you. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like if you don't have any skills whatsoever, if you never yeah. invested in yourself, you're a useless person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, okay, so if this world is more accepting of change. How does that actually change the order of the world? Um, like, there's, there, there's probably, well, there's still racism. I mean, yes. There's still sexism. Yeah. But there's probably no kink shame. <laughs> I mean, it's the better way to have sex. Yeah. I mean, well, that's basically the assumption that you, you might not have a group of people who are just like, who are just like, there's no better way to have sex. This, I mean, there are some people. This, this awkward, fumbling weirdness. This is the only way to do it. Missionary staring <laughs> deeply into each other's eyes, crying. I mean, some people would not have sex for pleasure. Yeah, no, they I'm, would have sex to reproduce. In yes. which case, that's not a better way. Yeah, no, it's right. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a unless way. I don't know, it turbocharges your sperm or something. <laughs> I am the orifice master. <laughs> You shall give birth in three months instead of nine. With this special incubator. I call it the Orificerator. <laughs> Stop naming things after yourself. Never. Your... It's my patent. Your name Orifice is... Master TM. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Orifice Fruit. <laughs> uh. I guess it does go in your mouth. 
the more we say the clo- more I realize how close it is to Orpheus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty close to Orpheus. Yeah. Um, by the way, what you know what Orpheus Master's actual name is? What? Abernathy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pull that out so soon. I can. Come on. That's going to be our new name that we shit on every episode. Abernathy? <laughs> Abernathy. All right. Fuck you, Abernathy, yeah. I guess. Here, I've never met someone named Abernathy. <laughs> I've never met so, someone named Abernathy either. <laughs> Abernathy. Um, so my goal is this. We won't offend anybody. If we eventually find somebody who's Abernathy and we just offend the shit out of him, he gets really upset and sends us angry messages, then we've met an Abernathy. It's, st- <laughs> it's, it's a still win. a win. It's still a win. We've met an Abernathy. <laughs> yeah, it's still a win. So that's our goal is we just use like ridiculous names until we meet a person with that yeah, name. So like, Abernathy yeah. is our male name. Now we need a gender neutral and a female name <laughs> as well. Let me just Abernathy each time. I guess that's true. I would be, pr- I would be pretty impressive non-gendered. If, I a, if I met a female Abernathy. Abernathy is non-gendered. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Shorts down, why not? Shorts down to Abby. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You could short it down to Ab- Abby. Yeah. Or Nathy. Or Nathy. Or Nathy. Yeah. <laughs> this is my sister, Nathy. Or Nate. Or Nate, yeah. Or Nady. <laughs> Abernathy truly is the most modular of names. It's truly the truly the king's name. You could also be Abe. Abe, yep. Yeah. Yep. Or Beth. <laughs> yep. And, and, and if you like to get, get or down. Or Bob, because everybody does that. Sure. If you, like get, <laughs> you know, Jeremy, if you like to get down on a Saturday night, you might be Nathy. You might, you might <laughs> be down to get Nathy. Yeah. You're that be- is Abernathy's pickup line. <laughs> it's the only one he has, or she, or them. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you something. You ready to get nasty? <laughs> you ready to get nasty? I'm sorry. Did, did Can you, you just, go back to being the orifice did master, you, please? Did you swallow something with that? Well, no, I'm just saying nasty. Yeah. You want to get nasty? You want to get nasty with me? You want to get nasty with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm real nasty. Why are you winking? <laughs> it's a twick. What? <laughs> it's a twitch. Is it you saying it's a trick? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Please bring us back on topic, Jeremy. Okay, so there's a world where change is more accepted. I think there are less um social borders. Like there's still there's still racism, there's still sexism. Yeah. Right? But like American versus Canadian, like Canadian versus Mexican, I think there's less of that. Well, I mean, that's definitely one way to look at it. The problem is that I see another way, which is where (laughs) progress is really stilted because of a control issue where it's like, or or creating something makes everything else worse. Okay, so either everywhere is progressing at a very slow rate altogether... Or everywhere in the world is progressing very cool, like at the regular rate, but in yeah. disparate ways. Yeah, but but it, it has to be one of those because like if if you're if once someone invents something, everybody sort of has to use it because their stuff becomes worse. Well, not necessarily, right? Yeah, like it. We've talked about how the goal matters here. Yeah, right, and the result matters, and the skill matters. Yeah. Um, it all depends on, I guess, perception and how meticulous whatever divine well, well, power is in well, this it's world. Use, it's using the idea of the rake. Like, if I wanted to bake a really good pancake, that rake's not going to help me. It's not going to help you. 
No, I could use the old rake to bake a pancake. It would be just as shitty as the new rake. Right. But let's think about this logically for a second. Because the, the different areas of the world, the regions of the world, developed at different rates and at different times. Yeah. Right? So if you have a place, say, I don't know, Central USA, right? And someone is developing there. It's uh, one of the first people of, like, we just evolved past Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that person is probably going to look at, I don't know, some sort of mobile shelter. Yep. Right? Or An RV. Or something to carry the berries that they're gathering. Yeah, an RV. Right? Some um, sort of recreational vehicle. Um, okay, we sure. We can go with that, but think of it a Stone Age version of that. Yeah, an RV. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Winnebago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to create a Winnebago. Yeah. Um, but if you're in Norway... Yeah. And the majority of your resources are in the ocean. You're probably not worried about developing that. But by the time you would get around to developing that sort of same technology, there's something so much better and you have no idea how to start. Yeah. That do you even try to do that? Or is it just better to focus your energy on something else? So do we just have very specialized regions in the world? Hmm. Until it becomes a global community and everyone can start sharing everything or learning from each other. Um, huh. It's very, it's very interesting, interesting with the, um, like, someone creating something somewhere else. Yeah. And developing it and someone else not developing it. So when they first start trying to develop it. Yeah. Like, it's just not working for them. Because yeah, it's, there it's, must be a better way. There must be a better way. But imagine if you didn't have, let, let's say you were trying to invent the wheel. Yeah. Right? But someone else in the world has already invented the bike. Yeah. <laughs> which has wheels on it which has wheels on it yeah. right so you're trying to get this wheel to work but it just doesn't work no, because I mean, there's a better way no but but the thing is that the wheel would work because the wheel is on the way to the better way like what okay the wheel would work until you tried to use it to transport yourself well just one wheel well i don't what know else are they, what else would they make i don't know i'm not an archaeologist kevin <laughs> they just sit on a wheel and roll around and bump their heads every time they go down. No, but like two wheels, you can make a wheelbarrow, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. A bike is still better at transporting stuff than a wheelbarrow is. Well, yeah, but I mean a wheelbarrow is a different like machine. It's used for a different purpose. Well, not all the time it's not. It, again, it depends what <laughs> you were using it for and what the, the goal was. Someone has to pull the wheelbarrow. You are pulling a bike, Kevin. You're just using complex mechanics to do it. Yeah, no, I understand that. But you're you, you when you ride the bike, you are kicking your. You can't ride a wheelbarrow. You could. No, you can't. If you got into it and somebody lifted it up, that means they're pulling you. You are riding that wheelbarrow. They're pulling. You're you, riding though. it, Kevin. No, they are the propulsion. You are not the propulsion in that wheelbarrow. They're the propulsion. Yeah, but you're riding it. So if your goal no, is... No, which is fine. If your goal is to ride it specifically, it won't work. No, but here's the problem. If you're like, this is my personal transport vehicle, Abernathy, pull. Yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't work. You're not doing anything. Abernathy's doing yeah, something. Yeah, no. It doesn't, he, work. It doesn't and, work for him. No, no. Because Abernathy's goal is to pull you. Something that a bike is not better for. You're right. Well, a tandem bicycle. 
You're not pulling someone else. Yes, you're you both are. Riding it. No, you can pull somebody else. If they stop pedaling, Kevin, you're pulling them. <laughs> but Jared- you're pulling their lazy ass. And you're like, well, why did we get a tandem bike if you just don't want to go anywhere? Jerry, it'd be more like if one person had a wheelbarrow, one person had a rickshaw. Because a rickshaw is made to put to like bring someone around in a wheelbarrow. Just okay, kind of, you're right. That's a better example. That's a better example. That's a better example. Not a wheelbarrow and a bike. But you're not you're not disagreeing with my idea. I'm kind of disagreeing with you. <laughs> with your dumb way of explaining it. You know what? Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you. <laughs> Guess we can't talk about anything else. I was trying to bring us back to topic like you asked me to, like a good friend and co-host. And you just say, fuck you, Jeremy. I don't like your example. That's it. We're done this podcast. Dumb- no, we're not, not recording anymore. Last no. episode. No, we have 10 this more minutes. This is the last episode, We have 10 Kevin. more minutes, You Jeremy. have 10 more minutes. You have 10 more minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes to leave. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah, I'll leave your house. I'm fine. I'll leave my house. Yeah. Do you want to go get dinner or something? Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Okay. <laughs> Let's wrap up this dumb world or something. Well, I mean, we haven't really talked about what's different. I think it's more interesting. It's the more interesting choice if people develop disparately at the regular rate. Yeah. Because it's like in Civilization, the video game. That's actually what I was thinking. Yeah, right? Um, Someone who has really developed down one path is just so much farther ahead. But in this case, in this world, it takes longer to research something down the line if you did if like if you ignored sailing yeah. like so many people do in civilization yeah they're like i don't got any water around me i'm gonna research other things that are useful if you got to it and somebody already has like galleys and stuff yeah. which is totally possible in that game and you tried to invent like a canoe yeah you're you're boned well yes and no you can still invent the canoe. You would just be the worst at using it. Yeah. Which means you'd have to... Actually, that's another bad example because canoes are used for rivers and galleys are used for the ocean. But... Uh, fine. Fair yeah. enough. But, like, if you if you build a schooner and someone else has a galley... Yeah. Oh, but schooners are... That's the weird thing when you get into transportation that things are good for different purposes. If you have a canoe and somebody else has a skim boat... Yeah. Then... Your canoe's going to be shitty. Yeah. Well, you will be shitty at using the canoe. Yeah. Like, you're right. The canoe doesn't just implode. Yeah. I, I said that earlier with the with the sled just breaking apart. But no, you all all of a sudden are just the worst at using that canoe. You're the worst at using that sled. Yeah. It's, it's like you put a hydraulic press underneath your wolves or something. So I think that self-directed, like, movement like that will be bad. Like, anything where it's like, in, in the sense of, like, Sorry, not self-directed movement, though. Yes, self-directed evolution yeah. would be bad. Because if you were just like, oh, I'll right, put this canoe in here. And it's like, what am I doing? Why can't I do this? Oh, I flip. Oh, it made no. sense when I wrote it all down. There must be a better way. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but if you saw a galley or you saw a, uh, what's the one you said? This goes with the canoe? A skimboat? A skimboat. Yeah. If you saw a skimboat, you'd be like, oh, that's what I do. Yeah. Then you can make the skimboat. But you can try. Well, you can try. But yeah. the thing is that, like, you can still progress. It's not like the idea that's like, I can't make a canoe, so I can't make a skimboat. If you know what a skimboat is, mm-hmm. but it's going to be self-directed. Like, if you don't know what it is, all you can do is iterate on a canoe. Until you get until it. You get until better. it's better. So, that, that would be... <laughs> 
We have a really weird situation. We have one person over in like India, one person over in like Australia, yeah, and they're both making better and better canoes. Why isn't this working anymore? Yeah, like, <laughs> this was working yesterday. Why isn't it working now? Oh, better make it better. And then they Abernathy. make theirs better. Uh, <laughs> and then the other person is like, now mine's not working. They have no idea each other's well, there. That's okay. I was thinking of putting rockets on it anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's the Australian person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck those crocodiles. <laughs> I don't think Australia has crocodiles. It has a crocodile hunter. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have Maybe crocodiles. they don't have alligators. I mean, Jeremy, they have to have crocodiles. Yeah, they have to His have crocodiles. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, you're right. What kind of batshit bullshit would that be? I don't know. I think maybe it's alligators I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be alligators. Yeah. His name is Crocodile Dundee. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot my one cultural touchstone that proves that. <laughs> yeah, it has to be that. I'm not a rain man, Kevin. <laughs> what in the ten times fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? How many more minutes do we have You're left on this cuss cluster fuck? <laughs> we could... <clears throat> Uh, we could probably do our final bits. Sorry, everyone. This is going to be a shorter episode. Maybe. Because we're at each other's throats. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Build a better canoe. Yeah. Paddle your own canoe as well. Paddle your own canoe. Yes. Your better canoe than the other person. I believe Ron, that's like... That's Ron... Uh, well, no, sorry. That's uh, Nick Offerman. That's Nick Offerman's thing. Yeah. yeah that's his thing. Yeah. His book. Yeah. I also think he's a song. Maybe. Maybe. He wrote a song about oral sex, too, I think. He wrote he wrote a lot of songs about sex. Yeah. Yeah. He's a weird man. He is a strange man. I just, I, we will do the wrap-up. There's actually one the final thing I want to say about this world is that whenever there becomes a better way to do things in, a, in the pre-world before we have all this communication. Yeah. It will – you will just have a bunch of people who are like, oh, that's, that's not working anymore. Like you, you will get used to the idea that sometimes your body will fail you. Yeah. Well, I think either it becomes a thing where you just accept failure all the time. Yeah. Or it's a thing that spurs innovation. Well, you well you, you accept – once again, it's so weird because the machines are not failing. You have to accept that sometimes your body – will betray you. <laughs> yeah. You okay. have to accept the fact yeah. that sometimes you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I've wound up this hose so many times. Yeah. I know how to do this. And all of a sudden, one time you pick up the hose and you're like, what? what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing Maybe that's why they're so scared of those infomercials because yeah. bo- their body's no longer under their control. Yeah. They're like, what? how is this happening? Okay. What's happening to me? It's terrifying, Jeremy. It would be pretty terrifying. It's horrifying. I think I have a blanket statement. That, that explains this world. Yeah. In this world, progress is just incredibly frustrating and difficult, much like this episode of our podcast. <laughs> it uh, doesn't really go anywhere. That's like a meta commentary. We never really get to the point. And for a long time, it talks about Casino Royale. Yeah, and also Abernathy and Orifice Master. And I think we were Skeletor for about five minutes. <laughs> it's a weird episode. Somebody take minutes on this episode and just like post them up in your like company fridge and just see people. Like, How did this conversation happen? Do a pie chart. Do a pie, do a of, pie chart. A percentage time spent talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I know it's difficult because sometimes we jump back to a joke we already did. <laughs> We're trusting you out there. We're trusting you, listeners. And if, uh, and if you do that, then make sure you also uh, comment, subscribe, review. On Apple Podcasts yes. or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts yeah. from. You know, the five-star reviews, they really help people find us. And you know what helps people finding us? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your, tell your boy. <laughs> yeah, tilt your boy. Tilt your boy. Tilt your boy, Tim. Yeah. Find your boy, Tim. He's Find out your boy, there Tim. He's out there. Because he will spread this like wildfire. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be outshined by your boy, Tim. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to, you can follow us on Twitter at Third Space Cast. Where you will find notifications when episodes come up and when Kevin and I are doing other things. Yes. Uh, or you can tweet at us individually if you'd like to give us requests or just have a good old chat. I'm at Mighty Thuse. Yes, land to our DMs. I'm at Sean Man K. Weir. Uh, I realize that Thuse is not a regular word, so I'm going to spell it for you <laughs> this time. You can find me at M-I-G-H-T-Y-T-H-E-W-S. Yeah, so Mighty T-H-E-W-S. Yes. Do you someday want to tell the story behind Thuse? Fuse? Yeah, I can tell the story one day. One day. One day I'll tell the story of why that's my tag everywhere. But not this day. (laughs) Not this day. This day, (laughs) you can also get us by email. (laughs) Thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. Yes. Our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the Third Space where we taste test cars. Honda has the best mouthfeel for some reason. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.